Welcome back everyone to another episode on Glory Reds FC. It's your boy Don Benita today. What's going on my peoples? <coughs> Honestly, I'm not in the good mood. I know it seems like I'm laughing or I'm chuckling, but I am so mad. My stomach is turning. I have a headache that doesn't that seems to not want to leave me alone. I feel heavy. I feel sad. A lot is going on. And I can tell you right now, it's because of Manchester United. Yeah. Like, I, won't, I, I am not shy to let you guys know that all these issues, all these symptoms that I'm feeling right now, sick, tired, almost kind of feeling depressed-ish, is because of Manchester United. This club means so much to me. So you can imagine with everything that's going on right now, especially with what I'm about to drop on you guys, because I am pretty sure everybody, like if you're a United fan, you know what is going on. The club has been sold to Sir Jim. Now, maybe some of you actually wanted this to happen, but I'm going to sit here right now. I'm going to tell you right now for free that I did not want Sir Jim. I loved the bid that Qataris had. The whole point of you know, it's, it's, it's crazy when you think about it because you wonder why the Glazers put the club for, up for sale in the first place. Why did they put us through all this roller coaster? For what? Like, I mean, okay, yes, this guy, this guy Sir Jim, is going to buy 25%. But it still seems like Sir Jim is still going to be like a puppet. He's going to be like every other person that has come under the Glazers there. Yes, he's a billionaire. But for some reason, I feel like he's just going to be their puppet. You know? I don't, f I don't see him having some sort of authority or having some sort of power. Yeah, his percentage is, the percentage that he owns for the club is what's going to talk. But ultimately, we, I feel like the club is going to continue being run the way it has always been run for these past decades. And we as United fans were looking for a new, like a fresh start, a clean slate. Because we understood where we were. Especially like right now in the season. We understand, as Manchester United fans understand where we are. We know what we're capable of. We know that we are not the Manchester United that we used to be. We're not. And if you think that we are, then you are living in dreamland. Because we are not. Name-wise, yes, Manchester United is a club that's full of history, that has rich history. So you can't take that away from us. We have enjoyed numerous times numerous titles and everything else that has come in the past we are now in the present and building from the times when Sir Alex Ferguson left I mean listen people might think that this Glazer problem started after Sir Alex Ferguson no it started during him they never used to give Sir Alex Ferguson the players that he wanted that he, Sir Alex Ferguson couldn't just go up in there and buy players that he wanted. Sir Alex Ferguson is famous for making do with what he had. That's why he's one of the GOATs when it comes to the Man Man uh, Manchester United managers because he was able to turn a potato into a gold bar. He was able to turn logs or a log into a Zidane. You know what I mean? He was the kind of person that would change the, the situation for us. Now, he 
managed to deal with the Glazers. Now, I don't want to jump too much into it. I just want to explain that this issue has always been going on. The only problem is that the modern day and the modern managers, they need to be backed. Now, we have gone through decades, almost a decade and a half, of inconsistent, incompetent, bogus scouting, rubbish management of the club. Now, we have had it up to here. We have had it up to our throats as Manchester United fans. So when the Glazers said that they, when they put the club up for sale, we were excited. I am pretty sure every one of us jumped onto it because we knew that with the new, whoever is going to buy us, for example, whoever is going to buy us, as long as it's not the Glazers, we're cool. We're cool. We are cool of we 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 were sick and tired of people that are coming into the club, taking money out, taking out dividends, not even putting money in, especially when we need it. You know, there were times I can, I mean, we have to sit down and have another episode where we can talk about the stupid signings that they brought into the club, and the signings that they like the mismanagement of our first team has been so bad. That all of it is boils down to the Glazers. And we have, we have gone through it as United fans and we're sick of it. And we don't want it. So we wanted them gone. So we thought that the club being up for sale, this was an opportunity for us to get bought by somebody that actually loves the club. By, actually, by somebody who actually wants to do right by the club. I'm like... Okay, then Sheikh Jassim comes into the picture. He is a boyhood Manchester United fan. He supports the club. Already he ticked the first box because you know what? You know what? You know what? We want somebody who is, in as much as they're a business person and in as much as acquiring Manchester United is a big investment, we want somebody that loves the club. Somebody that will feel the same pain that the fans feel, the same passion that the fans feel, the same... Roller coasters fans feel the same things like everything we feel. We want our owner to feel the same way, because if that is the case, then we know that our club is in the is in good hands. We know that the owner is always going to be listening to the fans, because believe it or not, believe it or not, Glazers football is for the fans. This club is for the fans. You own it, yes, but it's for the fans. And here you are. You guys couldn't give a toss. Like, you guys don't care about us. You don't care about the mental health disruption you, are, you guys are causing right now. The mental health issues you are causing right now with people. Because people take the club as a religion. People wake up every morning trying to see what's going on with the club. Waiting to hear from... Um, fan channels from people from just to know about what's going on in their club people bet on their club we buy merchandise from our, from the club people go to watch games away games we've got fans who go away to watch when we travel to europe we've got fans that travel are you paying for those fans you don't care these fans are the people that are there supporting the players they're supporting the team that you have so mightily screwed up in your own way. 
you have completely messed up the United squad. You are disrupting the fans who support this disrupted team that you guys are there. And then you're sitting there and you want us to keep on supporting, subscribing, watching games, um, TV channels, all this other stuff. And then you guys don't give a damn. You just don't care. You just sit there and you're like, yeah, we're just going to take the money. Sheikh Jassim's bid was mouth-watering. He wanted to buy the Glazers out. 100% buy. Meaning the Glazers are uprooted with their roots. Everything is going. Nothing zaz will remain in that at the club. Nah, gone. He wanted to invest in the facilities, the training camp, everything that has to do with the first team, the stadium. He wanted to put money in there. He wanted to invest. He wanted to put money in investments so that we can, meaning a cash injection into buying players. <coughs> Not the nonsense that we just experienced during this summer. Like you look at Amrabat, he's on loan, but he's a permanent player because we're going to buy him on, during the summer. He's our player. Believe it, he's our player. But then we bought, it, we, we bought him on loan because we couldn't afford. This is nonsense. This is nonsense. Buying players that we don't want. Not listening to the manager. Going above the manager. Not supporting the manager. When the manager needs... This Sheikh Jassim was about to literally make every United's dream come true. Every United fan's dream come true. We were going to be... I, I'm telling you right now, we were going to get players that were going to come into the club. The boys were going to feel for professional because they've got the right facilities. The stadium was going to look nice and everybody was going to be talking about it. The players were going to be performing because we've got the right players. He've invested money. They've put money in to buy players. You know what I mean? So the manager is getting players that he wants, not second, third, fourth choice. Nah, he's getting the player that he wants. Number one choice. When was the last time we got our number one choices? The manager got number one choices. I'll wait. I'll wait. When was the last time a manager was like, I want this player? An expensive player who he's dreaming about. Not a player that the Glazers or the board or everybody else are suggesting should be his target. Like giving him options and say, listen, this is where your budget is. Work with what you have. Nah. A manager, like, when was that? I'll wait. Sheikh Jassim was going to do that for us. Sheikh Jassim was going to tell Eric Ten Hag and say, listen, my man, who do you want? You want Mbappe? I mean, Mbappe wants to go to Real Madrid, and you know that's his dream. But you know what? I got the money for it. How much is it? Um, 300, 400 million. Slaps him with it on his face. That's what we were going to get. Guess what we are remaining with? We're remaining with a, a, a Sir Jim who just bought 25% shares into the club. We don't even know at what capacity, to what capacity, because they still have to come back to us and let us know their plan. We need to know their plan. You know what I mean? So we're still waiting for that big Manchester United statement. I'm sure that will come towards when now everything is, is finalized. But we don't really know exactly. The Glazers are hoping to sell the club later on and make cash. You know, the Glazers are just thinking about them. I mean, 
you could say big up to them because they don't care. They're just thinking about them and their pocket. Fine. Like, they've been consistent with that. But this is not good for the club. It is absolutely not good. And then here's another thing. Here's another take that has been bothering me for the long time. Because just before this news came in, or right about the same time the news came in, there was also another news about this same owner that wants to buy 25% of us, wanted to buy Barcelona. The time when Barcelona were going through that crisis, that financial crisis, before they actually started pulling levers to buy players and do what they had to do to survive and pay wages. This Sir Jim that has just, who is going to acquire 25% of Manchester United, he wanted to buy Barcelona. I think he wanted to buy half 50%, but he had some very ridiculous um, conditions. I think he wanted to buy shares that can never be contested. Like, he doesn't want to sell his shares. Once he buys his shares, he never ever wanted to sell them. And I'm sure those guys looked at him like, yo, are you crazy? Not only that, apparently, and by the way, the deal for Barcelona, what he offered was a very good deal. And just before Chelsea were bought by Ted Bowley, Ted Bowley so Jim bid for Chelsea. He had a very nice, attractive bid. It was rejected. This man keeps going around looking for the finest piece of ass and they keep rejecting him. Lo and behold, he has found Manchester United. Because you know what? Manchester United is the, is the club where we, we, we make history for other clubs. We let people, we, we take it from the back. You know what I mean? We allow people to come and mistreat us. We allow clubs to abuse us when it comes in the transfer market. We allow people to bully us, give out ridiculous amount. We allow players to come here and demand things. That's what Manchester United are. And lo and behold, this desperate person that has missed out on big clubs finally got a piece of Manchester United's ass. That's how I see it. Now, I know that, uh, I, I know that might rub you guys the, the wrong way or anything like that, but that's how I'm seeing it. Like, I'm upset. The Glazers have allowed this one person. And this, this man has got another club, Nice. In France. Is it Nice or Marseille? It's Nice. He's got a club. And there is some strange thing that I read that because if, if, if um, um, for next season, for example, if he happens if he to buy Manchester United, because he owns Nice, nice and if Nice qualify for the Champions League, and we too qualify for the Champions League, one of the clubs, like one of us, and you can imagine these are from two different leagues. But because he is the common denominator, an owner cannot have two teams apparently that to playing in the Champions League or something like that. So it means we might miss out. What kind of nonsense is this? If you're a United fan there and you're supporting this thing of Sir Jim, there is something wrong. Because we are not relinquishing anything. We are still in the clutches of the Glazers. We're still locked down with them. We're still in bed with them. And we are not going to change. United is going to be a mid-table team as long as these guys... Listen, the only thing that they can do at this point is prove me wrong. Or prove us wrong. And when I say prove us wrong, first and foremost is investment. 
that team needs a major boost. And when I say a major boost, I'm not talking a boost that they choose. Nah. We need at least half a bill or even a billion in that team. And it is whether to terminate certain contracts, pay off players, bring in new players, the manager's first choice players. You know what I mean? All of that is needed. If they are able to do that, as soon as tomorrow, then I think we can start having a conversation. Maybe we could be lenient because the problem with the club is the fact that the Glazers refuse to invest in the club. In this new day and age, in this new era of football, you can't, and especially if you're a big club, you can't afford to sit back and say, I want to use players from the academy. Now we will use the players that we've got. And you came six the previous season. Meaning you want to remain six. Why are you in this league? Are you not trying to compete for the title? Are you not trying to win silverware? What's the point? What's the purpose of you playing in this league? What's the purpose? I have this theory. And I was even speaking to D. Pastor D the other day about it. Where I was like. United need. Uh. Uh. A restart, a complete restart. When I say restart, I'm talking about not featuring in European football. Arsenal, Chelsea, a lot of teams, they've been, they've had this, the teams that have had no European football have tended to do well in the next season because they're only focusing on the Prem and the domestic leagues and nothing else. They've got no other midweek games traveling to countries, you know, overseas, far away. They're not doing any of that. They're just staying at home. Monday to Friday, they're training. The manager has got more time with these players working on his, on his principles, on his drills, on what he wants them to do, tactics, statistics, all that jazz. United. If we are still going to remain under the Glazers and all, and you know, Mudenda said something, D said something that was actually um, correct because he was like, no matter what, just because we're united, we'll always just scrape through and make it. But I get it. But for us to have a complete turnaround, mindset, rethinking everything back to default settings, I think we need to be eliminated from European champion. Um, European football for a season. Just playing domestic. Premier League, FA, Carabao. That's it. Because psychologically, that thing is going to make the players even hungrier. Everybody wants to play in Europe. Everyone wants to shine in Europe. The stage is bigger in Europe. The, 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 the magnifying glass is bigger and shining right in your face in Europe. Everybody's watching when you're in Europe. Not, it's not that they don't watch in, your, in your, the leagues. Nah, they do. But Europe is where it is. That's the big competition. The creme de la creme. Everybody wants to feature there. If those players are going to sit there and say that they're okay with being a mid-table team, cool. It's fine. Then I think United fans, we need to find a team that wants, that wants, that wants real supporters. We want a team that want, we want to support people that want to put a shift in. You understand? So this is a gym deal that is happening with the Glazers is not sitting well with everybody. It's not sitting well with me. I've been sick. And when I say sick, like my stomach, I just feel it turning every time. And when I turn on, when I 
jump on to read my news i just see it and i'm confronted with the reality of like we thought that there's going to be change there is not going to be any change unless these guys prove us wrong how they do it it's yet to be seen we are here waiting and witnessing we are watching i mean that's all we can do complain i would say we should protest i'm in dar es salaam i wish i could protest i wish but to what extent to for, for, for what we need to have some very serious strong demonstrations to show these glazers these guys these guys are smart they know us you know they 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 like to fish for information from us and then they gauge our reaction see how we respond and then they deal with the situation based on how we respond right now this what we are seeing right now it's almost like one of those they are forcing it on us just like how the referees the pgmo and everybody else are forcing this thing on referees the glazers are forcing the authority on us they're forcing everything on us so we need to we need to prepare ourselves for a bumpy road because unless eric ten Hag works a miracle we are always going to be where we are because the mentality of the players is not going to change we have got people in that squad that need to leave. We need to bring in elite mentality players. We need to get some sort of chemistry and style of play going on. You know, there's a lot of things that need to go into this for it to work. And right now, just look at our start. How? How? And then you get, you, they drop this on top of this. You know, we have the Jaden Sancho, Anthony, Mason Greenwood. And then to, ah, no, man, I can't deal. This is too much. This is absolutely too much. But thank you for listening, everybody. I ho hope that you guys are, are probably in the same space as, as I am because we're, we're in limbo. We don't know what's going to happen. But one thing that we all share right now is that we are so uncertain. There's that sick feeling when you think about the future. When you compare United to all the other squads in the Premier League, how they are developing in their own way. And we seem to be just a team that's just, just. It is really, really concerning. It is really making, like, it divides the fan base. And this is the problem. The Glazers are so good at dividing us. They are so good because as long as there is rift between the United um, fan base, the United faithful, they can carry on about their business because their attention is not on them. Because we are here busy arguing about things they really don't care about. Oh, we need the Glazers to go. How long have you been saying this? Almost two, three years, what, five, ten years? We've been saying Glazers out. How strongly have you been protesting for these guys to go maybe you could say three years three seasons it's been picking up but they're just continuing like they're just going like they're just living up their life you know we know the glazers don't love us we know we know that they are looking at manchester united as a cash cow but this this has to stop we need to find some sort of solution thank you everyone for listening We'll get back to you in the other and the other we'll reconvene in the next episodes. Peace!